0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Holtcast episode 79, Jack Grimsey alongside Robert Lintott. As usual, Robert's back. We had James on last week, but uh, yeah, anyways, Robert, how's it going?
1: It's going wonderfully, uh, because I'm not currently watching Aston Villa.
0: Oh, yeah, well luckily, no one was able to watch when we broke our unbeaten streak against Manchester City in the FA Cup. 4-0. <laughs>
1: yeah, just got curb stomped by a bunch of assholes. The only the only upside I can see into it is apparently uh, Fabian Delph was in on goal and was it Sterling stole it from him at the last second?
0: Oh Delph, yeah. From what I from what I heard, Delph wanted that goal really badly, and I mean you can understand why.
1: Mm -hmm. Mhm. Can't always get what you want, Fabian. You usually yeah. yeah,
0: but I mean it would. He obviously has just been getting trolled by Villa fans the whole year, but now you look at it and why wouldn't you swap? the worst team in the league for a team that has a legitimate chance to win the title for twice as much money.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. We're shitty enough that at this point if they were like, hey, do you want Delph back? I might say yes. Like if I knew he could perform the way he did last year. I might let bygones be bygone.
0: Well, maybe when Pep Guardiola gets there and is like, (laughs) this guy cannot kick a football more than like 20 feet. So no.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, he's gone. Uh, yeah, no, it was it was miserable. Thank God we didn't get to watch it, because from all accounts, it was an absolutely terrible match. Another penalty that apparently should have been given to Villa, I have no idea. This is just what I've heard. Villa should have had a penalty and we didn't get one, so thank God we didn't get to watch it.
0: I mean, it doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, City we're going to win that game.
1: Yep, absolutely, and I mean, that's what we expected. I think the only thing that really sucks about it is 4-0 is a crappy score to lose by at home.
0: Yeah, at, at home that hurts for the fans that actually did come out. And, I mean, you, you feel bad for any fans who've gone to games this year.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They have uh, seen one win all season.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, let's, let's get Pest City, move on to West Ham. And credit to the away <laughs> fans. Speaking of the fans, you could hear them the whole match, and West Ham acknowledged it on Twitter after the fact.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And as always, the away support is absolutely incredible. I like your segue there. Uh, let's get away from one shit match and go to uh, another shit match.
0: Yeah, but this one, it, start, it started out really positively, and that's probably why it's, it's the worst.
1: Yeah, like those those first 17 minutes. So, so let's just look at the first 17 minutes. Villa were clearly in control. Villa looked like a side that could have gone on to win 2-0, 3-1. Um, you know, it was just a matter of time before they started scoring the way they were playing. So for those first 17 minutes there, it was actually a really encouraging bit of football.
0: Yeah, exactly. It was corner after corner right before the incident.
1: As it shall forever be known.
0: Yeah, well, it's kind of just one of many in the season. But yeah, what, 17 minutes in, Jordan Ayew deliberately throws an elbow to the face of a West Ham player and gets himself sent off.
1: Yeah, I mean, the thing was, he, like, he throws his right elbow to, like, Cresswell's arm, thereabouts, yeah. through, and, and tries to shrug him off, but Cresswell's apparently still too close, so rather than giving up and moving or just jockeying for position like a normal person, takes his left elbow and swings it into Cresswell's face.
0: Yeah, well, f- the first thing he had to do after, like you said, he tried to brush him off. Then he, he he has to go, oh, is he is he right here? Is he right here? Oh, if I put my elbow up six inches, I'm going to get him right in the mouth. Bam.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was so clearly intentional. Um, it's, you know, it, every bit of it was a red card.
0: Yeah, and it, I mean, it wasn't like the elbows to the face that Libor Kozak received a couple weeks ago from Robert Huth against Leicester. Like, I mean, those were... You know, he, he went out with his elbow and he led with it trying to win the ball, but it wasn't, I don't know, you know, it's its like premeditated kind of.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It was in the middle of play. I mean, I think i think those elbows that Kozak got should have been red cards the other day.
0: And I think they, they, they were in the,
1: the run of play. and
0: penalties, I don't know if they were reds.
1: Yeah, but they, I mean, regardless of what, they were at least in the middle of play. This was standing there just deciding yeah wait
0: waiting for a throw
1: yeah um like it's
0: maybe not even going to go to you so it kind of doesn't matter at all
1: yeah absolutely just absolutely shambolic um just utterly atrocious remy guard couldn't even look at him as he came off the pitch
0: no i mean he had every right to be disgusted it had been a bad week with no transfers coming in and you know, obviously he was upset. I don't think he's going to leave the club, which a lot of people do, but I don't know. We'll we'll see. It just keeps getting worse, and he has to be discouraged.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, there was some rumor swirling around before the match, and I have no idea what the provenance of it was because I we just got tweeted some random question about it on Tuesday saying, is there any truth to the rumor that Remy's going to leave after the match tonight? And, you know, the obvious answer was no, there isn't, but at the same time, you know, as much as we all knew that was BS, in the back of my head, I went, "But if he did, I wouldn't blame him."
0: Yeah, and, it, and you wouldn't be surprised. That's just, I mean, it's just how it happens at Villa lately.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, let Let's finish out this West Ham match, then we can talk about you know that transfer window there a little bit and the shuddering of it. Um, you know, so after I use an idiot, you know, a few moments before, by the way, a lot of Villa fans are pissed off because. They think we should have been given a penalty for a handball. What did you think about that call?
0: Oh, uh, I mean, whatever. You know, it's it's another penalty. We don't get penalties.
1: Yeah, I. Uh,
0: unless was... unless someone's just absolutely clattered in the box, I don't expect to see a penalty. I was even surprised when Rudy Just Justed won that penalty. What the first time against West Ham mm-hmm. over Christmas, and yeah, it's, you just can't can't expect to see the ref pointing to the spot.
1: Yeah, no. So at least uh, at
0: least Four Villa you could I mean at the other end why not?
1: It's it's yeah, it's I don't know. It I guess my issue with that was I think it definitely could have been a penalty because the it fit all of the definition that you need to give a penalty for a handball in the box and all that jazz. Um that said I would have been so pissed off if that same thing had been given as a penalty against Villa.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, exactly, exactly. You have to, you kind of have to look at it both ways.
1: Yeah, and so I mean, there's an emotion, and you know, there's the part of me that's a Villa fan that says I don't care if it even looked like he sort of glanced at his hand; it should be a handball, and we should get a free penalty. But you know, of all the egregious non calls that have happened to Villa lately, I put this in the I can kind of understand it basket.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it was a legitimate penalty shout. Mm-hmm. A lot more has been, or more has been given for a lot less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even absolutely. More obvious incidents have gone unpunished, but
1: yeah, and a lot of people then going on to say, "Well, if that penalty had been given, IU wouldn't have been so frustrated, and he wouldn't have thrown his elbow." And it, you know, it doesn't really matter because the penalty wasn't given, and there's still no excuse to throw your elbow like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, no way. And what if he missed the penalty? Yeah. <laughs> Or how to say Edrian's a good keeper.
1: That's the doomsday scenario. Villa, after weeks of getting denied penalties, finally get one and probably Gabby Agbonlahor takes it and shanks it wide right or something.
0: No, somewhere. what if what if Ayu takes it, smashes it into the bar and it goes behind into the stands? You run forward and punches Edrian in the face? <laughs> like, what? <laughs>
1: I mean that's gotta be the nightmare scenario at this point though, right? Villa are finally gonna get a penalty and they're gonna find some way to screw it up.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I mean luckily in future matches it doesn't matter because this is this is the end for sure.
1: Yeah. Um and and the really crappy thing about this was well Villa were busy losing at West Ham, Norwich were busy losing to Tottenham and Norwich are seventeenth right now. We yeah, entered Tuesday down. Yeah, we entered Tuesday ten points behind them. Uh, and playing them at home this weekend, it was a matter of it was not going to take a freak stroke of luck for Villa to suddenly be only four points behind Norwich.
0: Yeah, come next month, next Sunday even.
1: Yeah, it was very logically possible, and Villa pissed away that chance.
0: Yeah, in typical fashion, too, you know, we, like you just have to look back the norwich norwich match over the christmas period too and you could be 1 point behind them
1: yeah absolutely it's it's wildly infuriating at this point you i think retweeted something you're saying there's a 3% chance who is it that's yeah. been doing the relegation odds yeah is it's it michael, michael yeah oh, yeah so villa are what now 97% to be relegated
0: yeah i think you can you could start doing your probability a bit earlier this season at least at least for one team
1: yeah, it's um you know, it's basically done. Had we won on Tuesday, I would have actually been fairly optimistic heading in today because win on Tuesday, win Saturday, and suddenly I think Villa could pull it out as the season comes to a close. But now I really don't think so.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean you never know, and obviously it's technically still not over. It's mathematically possible for Villa to survive, but yeah, every every week you blow another great chance and that's another hit to the confidence and just slimmer and slimmer chances.
1: Yeah. Was there anything in particular? I mean, I, I don't think it's really worth dwelling on the details of Weston yeah. that much. Was there I mean, anything in particular I, you want to focus on?
0: Yeah, just the the fact that the squad's pretty banged up, pretty thin, not a lot mm-hmm. of depth, and everyone had to run an extra lot because Jordan Ayu just screwed his teammates over.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and really hung, hung the club out to dry because – It was Gabby's first start in eons, and Gabby is not all that great playing by himself to begin with, but if he has to play by himself with no support and he has to do it for a whole game, he's going to just tire so quickly, and he ended up having to get subbed off, and we had no strikers to replace him.
0: Oh, yeah, he was going to get subbed off, I think, on 70 minutes. Anyways, preferably when we were up by a goal. Mm -hmm. That was probably Remy's plan, but, you know.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, it just—it's a really bad position the are in right now, um, and and I think that's why we're all sort of giving up hope. Didn't bring in a striker during the window, and none of the strikers at the club are either healthy or capable of scoring a goal.
0: Yeah, none of the senior strikers, I guess. Um, yeah. Maybe Jarrell Sellers comes in from the U twenty ones.
1: Russian Hepburn Murphy.
0: No, I heard. I thought he was hurt.
1: Oh, damn.
0: That's I that I was like, well, at least he could be on the bench. Like, I was thinking that a couple weeks ago, but yeah,
1: yeah. It just—I mean—at this point, it's an absolute nightmare. We're yeah, back so to we're back to the point where I'm not sure if Villa can get twenty.
0: God, that that'd be bad. Um, so I guess a lot of—I mean—everyone had an opinion on Villa's transfer window in January. You thought it was good, bad, or you—you know. I guess it was pretty divisive, either good or bad. There wasn't a lot of people kind of in between as Villa brought no players in.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, where did you fall? Were you okay with the fact that Villa did nothing over the window?
0: Yeah, I I figured we were relegated, but then then it was, I mean, people brought up the, the point that you could bring in players to kind of get a head start for the championship, championship players, and just kind of see what they can do for the squad. And I don't think that would have been the worst idea. I think that's kind of what Lover Kalinic would have been, and I was definitely in favor of us signing him. But as the window came to a close, and, I mean, Villa have no money to spend.
1: Yeah. And, And that was made obvious. I mean, we hear these rumors that haven't really been hotly denied, so I'm taking them as truth, that, you know, Remy had a couple of moves lined up, and the board just refused to give him the money for them.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe if he could have cleared Scott Sinclair, Charles and Alf, off, then that would have saved some wages and therefore been enough to bring in new players. Because I think they were willing to bring in Kalinic. I mean, for sure they were.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they took it to arbitration with the FA. That's how yeah. willing to bring him in they were. Yeah. Um, I, it was It was really strange because on deadline day, the fact that we did absolutely nothing, I was totally okay with. Because at that point, it would have been panic buying.
0: Yeah, yeah. At that point, I was definitely fine. Especially, like, I mean.
1: But in retrospect, the way Villa approached the entire month, I thought was totally a shambles. Um, yeah, I know,
0: mean, if you if you have people in mind, you're going to bring them in probably like the first week or two of January. Which, if you're going to do it, do that. Do it then. You know, you have yeah, a lot yeah. of games in January. You can use those players. Yeah. Don't wait and, until deadline day and pay too much money for them because you tried to get the price down the whole window.
1: Yeah. You know. Alex, I think, made a really good argument that you know, if we had actually had a chance, Remy Guard should have done something over the holiday period. Um, And and I think he's right in some extent. That said, I think bringing a striker and suddenly, you know, these matches like two a two goal loss to West Ham, if you have a half decent striker in there, maybe you're looking at a win. Maybe you're you know, things have changed a little bit. And like, yeah, maybe we just
0: Sunderland, then yeah. Spend yeah, the money. As, spend fifty million. We could stay up at that point, but
1: yeah. So it's that's what frustrated me. It wasn't the lack of movement on deadline day, which I thought was probably smart. It was instead the lack of movement over the course of the whole month. It's
0: the lack of it, having a plan. You know. Yeah. Like,
1: that's, Villa. That's Villa are not one player from being a good team. Villa might have been one player from saving themselves this year.
0: Yeah. If if you get Loic Remy and. Uh, Matthew Debussy, then, okay, that's better. And then, I don't know, maybe you actually splash and sign a midfielder and you say, okay, let's yeah. try. And then yeah. you and you have a new keeper that you can try that's two meters tall and takes up half the goal just standing there. like
1: <laughs> Yeah. It's, I'm still absolutely furious about the fact that his work permit was denied. Yeah. Just absolutely, what a shambles. It's, you know, I get the idea that you have to have a certain amount of playing time for your international team but that's for outfield players where there's you know four midfield positions to take there isn't a lot of turnover so you basically have one goalkeeper from every country that can apply yeah and that's absolutely ridiculous it's you know it's an insular system created in a way that it benefits only the largest teams and it benefits english players for no reason in particular yeah um, it's still just absolutely infuriating. And so and so yeah, I was I was pissed off at forces outside of Villa's control. I don't think the entire failure in January was Villa's fault. But I do think January was the failure.
0: Yeah, and, and by no means was it can you put any of the blame on Remy Gard, because apparently he had some targets lined up, they vetoed them, and he left at six o'clock on deadline day, which you know, it's just don't really see that too often from managers.
1: Yep, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, it, it was not great. I mean, if you want to know what he was up against, you, you had Michu turning us down to stay in the third tier of Spanish football.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. They were saying it's the reverse Jamie Vardy story of, of Michu. <laughs> was at, at a top club and then sold and then now now's in the third league or whatever.
1: Yeah, it just, it's, so what do you do with that sort of thing? I, I don't know, and... It just breaks my heart because I honestly do think one, maybe two players could have gotten Villa to safety this year, or at least yeah, put up a I'd, fight.
0: At least been in a position to play a major role for the club next season. You know, if if you bring in, I'm not saying Jordan Rhodes would have been the answer next year even, but I guess he's worth 20 goals in the championship. Mm-hmm. Although, well,
1: then again, we have a high-scoring championship striker in Rudy just dead
0: yeah but who can cross the ball
1: that's, that's a good point point. i guess i'm
0: you know. a can cross the ball but
1: oh God. remember that we have him coming back next year i keep forgetting about him
0: well if he doesn't get sold i, I gonna... personally i think he stays if if remy guard stays which takes us to our next topic of remy guard leaving and kind of addressed it i don't think i don't think it's going to happen but it's, it's definitely possible Mm-hmm. Well, wouldn't it be too surprising.
1: Yeah. I I would get it. I mean, you're the manager, you're come here with a mandate to, you know, fix this club and you can't even get one player uh past the board for approval in January. Why would you stick in a place where they're obviously not willing to work with what you have in mind? They hired they, you for a need reason. You
0: get bought out from your contract if you're going to leave.
1: Yeah, it just I mean, I'd be pissed if I were Remy Guard. You paid how much to follow Tim Sherwood's dreams and you won't pay anything to follow mine? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty damning.
0: Yeah, that is pretty bad.
1: <laughs> Y'all trusted Tim Sherwood. That way. I mean, imagine the most withering French stare you can imagine as he says Tim Sherwood's name.
0: Yeah. Thanks. Just, but,
1: so you think he ends up staying, though?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think he does.
1: All right, and if he does, do you Especially, think he's the I mean, right unless person?
0: He, unless he gets absolutely zero money to spend in the summer, and in which case he leaves.
1: If if he gets zero money to spend in the summer, Ashton Villa will be in League One in a year and a half.
0: Oh Yeah, exactly.
1: I mean, because the number of players we're going to lose will be rather astonishing, and if there's no money to rebuild at all, then we're just screwed. And I don't think... Resettings and good. loans only. Yeah, I mean, the good news is, He'll get money in the summer, at least from losing some of the players that are gone. And Zogby is off the books at the summer. Um, I imagine we'll find a way to sell Gabby at some point. You know, stuff like that will happen. use Gabby. Hmm?
0: We'll use Gabby in the championship. (laughs) No no club in the top league is going to buy him.
1: He'll be a subpar striker in the championship as opposed to a shit striker in the Premier League. Yeah. Poor Gabby. I like Gabby, and I also never want him playing for us. Does that make sense?
0: Well, good thing he's always injured, except not we <laughs> don't have any other strikers.
1: Yeah, it's... I don't know. I think I think Guard would do well for us in the championship. I like his vision. I like the way Villa have been playing under him lately. You know, yeah, before so it all many, got it, nuked...
0: Look at the start of the West Ham game. We were playing really well.
1: Yeah, before it got nuked with Ayu being an idiot, we were playing great. You know, the one thing in the past month and a half that's really sucked was that Man City match. But other than that, it's I've liked what I've seen out of Remy Guard's side. I wanna keep seeing this.
0: Yeah, and Man City is a really good team, so
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um Yeah. So yeah. Please stay yeah, Remy.
0: Let's uh let's go to Twitter questions. And first first couple ones, we're kinda of getting trolled by some of our other writers. Tom Jones said, <laughs> Would you rather fight a hundred Barry Bannons or one John Carew? And well, we get one of these every week, but I don't know. <laughs>
1: A hundred Barry bannons are one mean, John.
0: Yeah, crew is gonna knock you out on the first punch, so you have to go with the bannons because at least you have a chance.
1: Yeah, he's bigger than me and you. Yeah. As they say. Um was that our first one? I don't even see that one.
0: It was yeah, it was on the from the original tweet. Um and when do you want your learner out? Scarf delivered from James, James Rushton and that was great. Because Just the ones with the U.S. flag crossed off. If I mean, if anyone wants to send me that, I'll wear it. <laughs> or knows where I can get one.
1: Will you wear it on the Hulk cast?
0: Yeah, why not? I'll, wear, I'll wear it to the pub.
1: All right. Uh, did you
0: see... Oh, I'll just start wearing it around because it will have an American flag crossed off and people will be like, what?
1: <laughs> you what, mate? Yeah. Uh, did you see Alf Wallace's?
0: Um, um, oh, no, no. Where is that?
1: I'm not even sure if this was in response to the Hulk cast. No, I I think this. This morning. Yeah, no, this was. Oh, this was from eight days ago that he responded. But he just sent it this morning. Who would you rather fight an Olaf Melberg sized Carlos Hill or three Carlos Hill sized Olaf Melbergs?
0: I'll take my chances with a Melberg sized Hill.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He looks like a school kid. I don't know if you guys are following. James Rushton on Twitter was it James or was it you Jack? Someone tweeted a video of Carlos Hill coming out of the tunnel and he's got his backpack on and it looks like it's the first day of school and it was
0: great. Yeah, I think it was James and I think I retweeted it.
1: Oh, it was so delightful. Um, What else do we have? Uh, here's
0: Here's one from Sean Bass at SBass 1310. How much do you dread the lack of TV coverage after the drop? And yeah, hopefully all the games that we don't have on TV are ones we get pummeled like Man City.
1: God, I mean, if I'm being entirely honest with you, it would, it would suck for Villa to drop for obvious Villa reasons. But my biggest worry is the fact that I will never get to watch them, being here in the states.
0: Yeah, and for for blog reasons.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm it, the blog will survive. Seven thousand five hundred yeah, will continue. Hard to, it's
0: hard to have, a, you know, it's hard to know what's going on when you don't get to see it.
1: I'm going to start writing match reports that are based on, like, seven tweets. I'll just pick seven random tweets and write a match report based on them.
0: I think this is what happened.
1: (laughs) And at that point, Gabby Agbon Lahore grew a pair of wings and flew off.
0: I'd be more likely that I'm scoring.
1: (laughs) Poor Gabby. Oh, uh,
0: next one from Less World at World Less. Shouldn't Villa give all the season ticket holders half their money back to apologize for conning them? Well, mm, I don't, I don't <laughs> think there's, you can just give away customer income like that.
1: I was going to say, there's a part of me that wants to say yes, and then there's a part of me that says we couldn't even afford to buy anyone. How can we give customers money?
0: Yeah, I mean, you could refund them for the city match. Or for the, the West Ham. You could refund the away supporters for the West Ham match. And,
1: oh, God, know. they should.
0: Just give everyone a free beer every game.
1: Yeah, I would be okay with that.
0: Or water, whatever. Or tea, or I don't know. If you don't they pay. could do
1: a great promotion based on that. If you're pissed, get pissed.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't think they can give away that much beer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Try them. That'd I think like it like
0: ten, 10 beers per person. Okay.
1: <laughs> I, I know James is watching right now. I'm pretty sure James would welcome uh, I mean, they a, they should a drunken beer. level of beer.
0: For every beer that one person doesn't accept, they can give that one to James.
1: How about you get a free pie for every goal that Villa allow?
0: Oh my god, they're going to be out of business. So
1: many pies!
0: Eat all the pie. All right, uh, last one I think from Avfc Declan at Avfc Avfc Declan. What's the point? Seriously, what is the point anymore? And you know, I I have to agree. What What is the point? Because
1: I imagine him on I mean, his knees shouting that to the heavens.
0: Seriously, though, like it's it's just hard. It's just hard to figure out what's what the Direction Villa is going in right now is. I mean, there's there's a new board member today.
1: Yeah, he's a fan. Yeah. Uh, Great. It's, you know, to the question of what's the point, my girlfriend gives me crap every weekend, because we have enough people on the site now, and I've finally relinquished control of Twitter every match. And so I have, you know, some of our writers do Twitter on some of the matches and do recaps. So realistically, there's nothing that I have to do. And she'll say, why are you watching? You don't have to be watching. And my response is, uh, you just kind of shrug and make a face.
0: <laughs> oh my god, did you see what James <laughs> just tweeted us?
1: <laughs> James Rushton, in response to our idea that we could give him free beer and pie, responded...
0: <laughs> you can read that.
1: They can fuck their pies and beer. I want my life back.
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, I think that's that's what everyone wants, but...
1: What, what a joy! Oh, James! Poor James! Poor long-suffering James.
0: Well, maybe um, he'll at least get to buy beer or pies as a good-paying customer at Saturday's match against Norwich City.
1: Yay! Hey. And that's how you say Gway, on a podcast.
0: And <laughs> yeah, I mean Villa Park Saturday, three GMT, ten Eastern afternoon afternoon match.
1: We need to start, like, touring in a random time zone. 3GMT, 10 Eastern, and 7 a.m. in Fiji.
0: Yeah, or I don't know what is it, like, 6 p.m. in India? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. No, no like, 9, 10, 9 or 10, whatever. Yeah, um, we have to
1: pick some obscure location that's unhelpful. Okay. <laughs> this has been I'm
0: Podcast
1: here, yeah. Notes with your hosts, Jack and Robert.
0: Yeah, so, anyways... Like we, like you said a bit earlier, Norwich seventeenth with twenty-three points, ten more than us, and mm-hmm. last with thirteen. But here's some here's some good news. Villa are unbeaten in their last six competitive home games against Norwich, three wins and three draws. Norwich have won just one out of eleven of their last road games, and Villa, though here's the here's the the breaker, is Villa have won just one of their last twelve games at Villa Park. So. Yeah, for first couple of stats we're looking up, and then uh, we realized that Villa can't win, home or away. It doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, this is no longer a home or away thing. This is a Villa thing.
0: Yeah, um, just seven points at home this season.
1: Yeah, it's, it's pretty rough. Um, I don't know. It's
0: oh, like... here's, a, here's another depressing one. Aston Villa have 13 points after 24 Premier League games a season. Each of the four teams to have previously won 14 points or fewer at this stage have ended the season in last place.
1: Hooray! We'll be the worst. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm getting punchy because of Aston Villa at this point.
0: Oh, and, like and Norwich, Norwich has yet to keep a clean sheet on the road this season. So here you go, Norwich.
1: OK. We we can score a goal. Let's do this. Let's score a goal. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not even sure what to think of this match. I'm not sure who will have it. striker. Lieber Kozak may be back. Gabby Agbonahorn, maybe. He might I mean, still yeah, be tired. I think it's going to
0: be Gabby to start.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Absolutely. Um, hopefully we'll see that uh to Cora in the center with Richards out right and Sissoko out left in the back. Yeah,
0: it's a, it's a perfectly fine back four
1: to yeah, keep him um, to
0: stay alive in the Premier League. And Mark Bunn's been decent enough lately, so yep. I don't think you need any changes there
1: absolutely um uh, you know Norwich tried to improve themselves they got Naismith do you think that's going to help save them or keep them above the line
0: I mean they only have two teams really to beat out and that's Sunderland and Newcastle so they've got to like their chances maybe even Swansea would continue to tank and we'll make it even easier for them
1: yeah it but... could be I didn't know Crystal Palace could continue tanking
0: yeah, exactly. Five in a they, row. They got off to two. <laughs> you lose to Villa and your season's basically over.
1: <laughs> in yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think this is going to be a boring as hell match. I think it'll be
0: 1-1. Yeah, probably something dull like that.
1: I know we never predict, but there you go. It's 1-1. Yeah, it's I mean, be...
0: Liverpool played Norwich and they won 5-4, and that was... Crazy match. It was just clown shoes, though. Like, no one was even good, and there wasn't even a save made until, like, there had already been eight goals. Yeah.
1: It's... God, I... Yeah. I think this is going to be dreadfully boring. I don't think Norwich will challenge Mark Bunn all that much. I don't think fellow will challenge Norwich all that much. One goal happens each way just because, you know, to give the whole den something to cheer about and be angry about. To cry yeah. into their beers and pies about.
0: Yeah, basically. I mean... You, Villa are just so bad and so thin, you know, like Ghana, Ghana and Vertu played a lot. They had to run a whole lot and yeah. Bakuna even as well. But, yeah. so... It's,
1: is this the week that Villa finally break us? If they lose, do we come back next week with the first episode of Cooking Pod?
0: Yeah, we might have to actually because uh, I, we gotta have a funeral ex- episode first.
1: Oh, okay. Funeral episode and then we have Cooking Pod? Yeah. i right, mean. I cuz I I'm literally out of things to say. Does it even matter if they win? If they won 7 to nothing, would it even matter?
0: No, not really. No. It would just it just be upsetting because like he couldn't have used one of those goals somewhere else.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Come you on. Assholes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that's all I got for Norwich. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. I think that's all we got for the show actually, but but um remember you can follow us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook, follow along there. And we're still on iTunes, Stitcher, Blog Talk Radio, Google Play, and actually back on YouTube now. And for this episode, at least, still trying to look into our, our sound issues and fix that for you guys. So thanks for listening. As always,
1: to the Holdcast, for Robert Lintot, I'm Jack Grimsey, and we'll see you next time.